This is the K-pop cast, bringing you the best sons and ideas in K-pop each week. I'm DJ Peter Lowe. Stephanie, and introducing BTS's number one groupie, co-leader of the Minyoungi harem, headmistress. <laughs> Hi, I'm Virginia Duan, also known as Mandarin Mama, and uh, any type of whore for BTS is fun. Yeah, and I'm just peeing him. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> PD Nim is the anchor, the one who does like all the hard work and like research and and, and, and editing and, and all those other things. Yeah. Social media. Okay. And, and this week, we'll be introducing you to another round of How You Things and K pop hit replays. Uh, but before we dive in, don't forget to join the K pop cast community on our Slack and sign up for a hard hitting editorial on our newsletter. And links for both those will be in the episode description. Uh, and now hit replays. Replays are songs we recommend you all listen to on repeat or replay for the week. And because we still out for YouTube, we'll be doing a reaction thing because we're, we're driven for the clicks. So we'll be reacting along with each of these. And if you want to follow along, we've got a link to the playlist of all the videos that we're reacting to. Also in the episode description. Um, so without further ado, I guess I'm going first. So um, Yeah, kick us off also, Peter, new format. Let's go. Yeah, sorry. New, new format. So we're going to, in the interest of doing more pre-production on the show uh, we're <laughs> coming to the table with a bit more research so this time my pick was Sorn and her song Sharp Objects so if you don't know anything about Sorn she hails from a group called CLC and th- that girl group is known for classics such as wow. Like Like It uh, I Like It what, and Like That <laughs> each a different song <laughs> Very diverse, you know, no title in, in their discography. No, but we, we've, we've talked about these guys Good plenty catch. of times in the past. We know other songs we love about them. But Soren, uh, she was born in 96, better known by her stage name, Soren. Um, she's a Thai singer and internet celebrity based in South Korea. I learned that she was the winner of the K-pop star Hunt show in 2011. She was only 15 years old when she was on that show, and she won it. Wow. And... A certain, uh, six-sided square company um, decided to <laughs> poach her from that show. Mm-hmm. And um, after they trained her a little bit, then she uh, debuted in 2015 with CLC. And she left CLC and Cube, or six-sided square company, in November 2021. <laughs> She's got her YouTube channel, Produce Horn, which we're watching this music video from. Um, and she's also become something of a TikTok star uh, for her shorts. Yeah. So and and now she's signed with Wild Entertainment Group as a solo artist. So we're looking at Sharp Objects. It's an electronic pop song with a very strong synth element. What's special about this song is that it's very different from things that she's done in the past. Um, she described for Genius Korea that uh, for fans that have been a fan since CLC, they will complete a 180 degree change. And I'll actually let her describe her own oh. uh, the message behind it herself. So we're gonna drop in. Of this voice clip. Oh, did she did she send this to us, Peter? Is this an exclusive? <laughs> no, 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 it's not exclusive. Oh, okay. <laughs> not on the internet. <laughs> she still did it anyways. Uh, because the whole lyric of sharp objects is that uh, we're trying to use the word sharp objects as a metaphor that sometimes having affection for someone can be very dangerous. And as no, as humans, you know, our heart and our brain doesn't really work together really well. So sometimes. Your brain tells you no, but your heart still tells you yet. And we just still do it anyways, even though we're going to, we know that we're going to get hurt and everything. Um, just like playing with sharp objects. So yeah, I literally had to, after inter, like after translating the lyrics, I just like, okay, well, what is this girl going to sing? How is she going to tell her own story into 
this song herself. So yeah, that's that's how Sharp Objects came out for me. Yeah, so playing with fire is, is the name of, of or the theme of the music video. So let's give it a watch. <laughs> okay, audio listeners, get All ready right. to watch in three, two, one. I love this look that she's giving with mannequins. us. Yes. So funny story with the mannequins. She wanted to do this in LA with like a, a crowd of 40 people. Oh. But it was like peak COVID season. So she's like, instead of people, maybe I'll use mannequins. Oh, that's smart. She's that so works. pretty. I love it though. Look at the baby you... mannequin. <laughs> yeah. It's like eerie and a pretty cool. haunting vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. I seriously can't get over how pretty she is. Nipple. Ah! <laughs> No, not her. Mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this voice that we're hearing from her. Again, like she said earlier, it's very different from what we've heard from her mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is good. Yeah, it's a it's a bop. It, it's a fun dance track. I love that smile. It's so sinister. That, that like echoey distortion on her voice, like she's singing to you from the down the hall. I love that. Yeah. yeah. She's in a karaoke room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or has the karaoke mic. Yeah. So yeah, this was filmed in LA with 40 mannequins rather than 40 people. Yeah, because it's a club scene, but it's just, it's just sword. Uh, but oh. not the mannequins caught eyes for her. Oh shit! <laughs> oh wow! Crying on the stairs. Black lipstick. I love how it just zooms in on the mannequin. <laughs> Zoom in on the blank face. <laughs> well, he's reacting. You know, you can see it. You can read it on his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like a commentary. Yeah, my though. mind like puts a certain emotion on his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Waiting in line for the bathroom. <laughs> I love it. She's having a moment to herself. <laughs> oh, she's taking up the whole bathroom herself. I love all the mannequin reactions. That's it's so great. But like, do they have bladders? Was that her? Was she the one in there? Unbelievable. Yeah, especially when all the poses are so, like, vogue Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like some vogue elements mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. But I love this haunting, you know, melodic uh, singing along at the end here. Yeah, it definitely fits with the visual concept. Yes. That was so good. Heck yeah, it's so oh, good. It's solid. it's my it's my hit replay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I also hey. had the pleasure of uh, watching um, the producers oh. of this song talk about the song itself. Right, right, yeah, on her YouTube. And mm-hmm. you know, our girl Dina in the Slack, she was complaining like, "Hey, this song doesn't give it to me enough in the, like the bassy, you know, more punchy, percussive, mm. rhythmic elements." Okay, um, but I, I like it because like if you if you listen to the song with like a good pair of cans or headphones or like in an environment where you can like immerse yourself in sound like mm-hmm. it, it, this song like the synths in the lower uh bass uh they've got crunchy bass sounds running underneath it just like it, it's like putting on like a thick blanket over yourself it, it's kind of like the feeling i get when i'm listening and enjoying the song and it's got um mm. you know certainly moments where uh 
you you've got the vocal the main top line vocal taking the main attention of the track and um you've got supporting synths and then in between those it's just like reverberate echoes from those main elements and in between those moments you've got this like beautiful audio tapestry of like bells and chimes and um like different ways the the voice is modulated as a like supporting motif mm-hmm. of the main melody so uh for all those reasons it's my hit replay i'm sorry it went on forever but thank you all for indulging me <laughs> no it's thank you for sharing it with hey, me. that's the sign of a true hit replay right. mm-hmm. also yes yeah can i just say one more time how pretty she is right oh yeah i cannot yeah oh yeah she's like, such a cutie I'm so distracted by how pretty she is and how come i don't look that good as a blonde i mean for many reasons but <laughs> not true well, i am blonde still not having as much fun virginia's a babe <laughs> mm-hmm. thank you it's a good look for you virginia <laughs> yeah yeah but i i think soren she rocked the the I, I don't know what what type of blonde hair you'd call it like the the more yellowish mm-hmm. blonde, but like yeah i guess yep i I trust your judgment yes yeah whatever virginia said so yeah it's it's a really good look for her and uh she hinted that we're gonna get a lot more quote bangers uh from soren in the future so i can't wait oh yeah but her future work will be okay i feel like okay sign me up i feel like the mannequins actually made it more poignant otherwise it would have been a very like stereotypical Mm, video right um oh girl pretty girl at a club she's sad yay Uh, but like but with mannequins Mm. (laughs) like it's like is this a commentary it's dark commentary about club culture is it a commentary about like you know life social constructs you know social Mm. media and stuff so i feel like it's Mm -hmm. very it's much more interesting with mannequins Mm -hmm. great great example of of diy working with the limitations that you have Mm -hmm. yeah 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 my my eyes went for male mannequin number two (laughs) (laughs) okay uh so i'll hand it over to our our next uh host stephanie tell us about your hit replay yes thank you peter so my hit replay is spicy hot or palgan mat by retta and sani now this is a hip hop banger. I'm gonna let you know right now. I found it today and I've played it probably 10 times already. Played it for mm-hmm. everybody I know within uh nearby vicinity. And I was really curious to so I I know who Sani is before anybody right. you know, gets on my case about it. You know, yeah. He sucks. <laughs> but but the song is still lit. And, you know, as we have gone over in uh, multiple episodes and uh, newsletter editions, um, I, I I really don't believe in the idea of like ethical consumption being possible in K-pop mm-hmm. or K-hip hop. Like I actually appreciate that. Um, OK, so just to give quick background, Sani, a rapper in Korea, uh, was received a lot of criticism for himself coming out saying like I'm not I'm not a feminist or I'm against uh, feminist culture in Korea. He even went so far as to write like a diss track against feminists or his his imagined idea of what feminists are and what they believe in. Right. Yeah, it's super cringe, super eye roll. Um, I actually think that his views are probably really common. 
um, mm. amongst yeah. especially like men in the industry in higher mm. up positions. Like it mirrors like really common thought here in the U.S. that that mm. a lot of men have against feminism. So I I do think that criticism is warranted, but let's not act like all of our other K-pop or K-hip-hop faves are enlightened and progressive just because they haven't <laughs> had to answer the question, just because they haven't been right. on the hot seat. I bet a lot of other people hold those same beliefs. And I'm still going to mm-hmm. listen to the music, especially the hip hop, because, hey, it's lit. So that's my take <laughs> on it. I don't know if y'all have any thoughts. I mean, I'm not going to pretend that... Um... An idol is a champion for LGBTQ rights just because they picked up a rainbow flag off the floor <laughs> mm-hmm. at a concert. So, <laughs> yeah, like Jay Jay Park is another example. He just oh. keeps stepping in it, but his music is so lit. What am <laughs> I to do? <laughs> it's he's true. like a straight it's up like... asshole. Okay. Anyways, back also, to who I think is the yeah. Go head. ahead. He should put a bag on his head. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> like. He's the male. We'll talk more about that later. (laughs) 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 Maybe we should cut this so people don't like come for me. (laughs) Dang. Yeah. Whatever you want to say, honestly, honestly, we're we're the podcast that will say. Just say it. His face. Yeah, yeah. I bet I'll get flack for what I'm saying and what I've chose as my hit replay. But you know what? By golly, I am more excited about the new girl on the track, Retta. Um. This is my first time hearing about her. I think she has three tracks out, all of them with Sani, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's yeah. because she signed under his label, um, oh. Fame Us Entertainment. He is the CEO. And just like Jay Park, he insists on being on everyone's song. <laughs> um, so Retta, I learned, thanks, special thanks to Michaela for research, um, she's actually Chinese and she participated in the Chinese kind of produce 101 show Youth with You season two in 2020 under the stage name Little Retta and uh, then signed to Famous Records. So um, that record label also has B.O. on it, um, but I think they're just a trio at this point. Um, yeah. She was a former Starship trainee as well at the time of that show. So she's like really fresh. She raps like melding Mandarin and Korean together. And it's just really fresh to me. So I look forward to seeing her uh, upcoming and especially solo work. Yeah. By the way, that that season of Youth With You, that was the same season with Lisa. Oh, really? No way. She shoot everyone out. She's, She's like, why don't you smile? Like, you don't have to apologize to me. Just just apologize to all your colleagues who you're letting down. What? <laughs> I remember that <laughs> like, clip. Like Tiger Asian mom just like guilt tripping everyone. Wait, Lisa so, as the geez. judge, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was one of the coaches uh, oh, for for that season. Dude. So I saw some clips yeah, of her. Wow. She was pretty cool. Yeah, okay, audio listeners, get ready to click in three, two, one. <laughs> I love this. This is awesome mm. already. You know who though? She she reminds me of like Soya. Virginia. Yeah! Like the, like the Chinese Soyeon. <laughs> yeah! Oh, that's right. Did you see it? Yeah, totally. Wait, let me just call it, like, this is the best use of auto-tune. Like, mm. if you're looking for a good use of auto-tune, it's exactly like this. You hear how the piano got added in? Mm-hmm. 
So the the title in Korean, Balgan, is actually red, not not a direct translation to spicy. So look at all the red on this video and how many times she mentions it. Red hot. She keeps switching between Korean and uh, Chinese. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I love that. exactly. <laughs> I think this is like her signature dance move is like lowering sexily into a kneel with the legs open. <laughs> she does that a lot in her performances on the show. Yeah. She better take advantage of it before her knees break. Hmm. Also rocking the blonde hair. I just love this beat. I mean, like, it's not too complicated, but, like, I'll confess I love mixing K-hip-hop to Whoa! The piano. Please Funny. disregard that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are we surprised Sani opens Does with acting like he's peeing yeah, on the people- camera? Yeah. Does he have a UTI? <laughs> he's got all the things. Yeah, that, that did not look he's healthy. Boy, check that out. Yeah. The plant does not look as good on him. Wait, was that marijuana leaves? Yeah, yeah. like the red oh, They can't even yeah. smoke marijuana. No. He's such a bad boy, you guys. <laughs> but he'd be in prison. <laughs> Well, there have been K-pop groups called like Kush, for example. So mm-hmm. that could be, I think that could be martial like arts. Go. Okay. Uh, of course. <laughs> they just, I just I missed too. that the first time. He just farted on the camera. Oh, he's a delight. The camera's like at a low angle mm-hmm. too, so you just so like right up there. I think I smell it. Oh, this girl is too good for him. I know, this should have just oh, been I her song. Oh, oh. That's with the tongue. Or Beal. Put Beal on yeah, this track. Yeah, her and Beal should yeah. do something. He did really good with Show Me The Money. He's got a lot of fans in Korea. Right? His clout enough. I like her harness. Oh, the bass. With the piano on the top. Is that a VW? What, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Electric vehicle of some kind. Anyway, that, I lo- I'm so glad you picked that one, Stephanie. Mm. Like, it is such a good song. Bad and beat. I am so love with, with mm. Retta. And right? I, I will say, though, that like I wasn't sure if I was allowed to like it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, of Sonny's yeah. presence. But I like the well, song. Yeah. I love it. I didn't even need him. Of course she doesn't. Yeah. No. She don't need no man. Maybe I'll make it. But mm-mm. yeah, I'll, I'll make a DJ edit of this where I just take Sonny. Yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. No one will notice. <laughs> I want her Stussy beanie. Is this why he was like pissing and shitting on us? Because he was just like he knew that we were going to hate him. Yep. Must be. I think that's what annoys yeah, the funny, me about the thing is hip hop. I'm so sorry, PD. No, no, go on. It's it's sort of like he's probably a very polite person. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> like he's, you know, like he's probably you know, nice to his mother, <laughs> like aunties mm-hmm. and stuff, you know? But like, that's what I don't like. It's like this obvious posturing of pissing on you and like farting on you. It's like, my children <laughs> do that. And it's funny because they're children, but he's a grown man. And that's just yeah, gross. I think it's funny at one point, like 
he had like a lot of like Korean women were fans of him because like some of his love songs had like really touching lyrics and like were hmm. really cute. And that's how he, he gained some fan base, at least in Korea. Oh. And so it's like seeing him now is like the complete opposite of that image. Oh, but it's probably truer yeah. to his nature, maybe. <laughs> mm. If he's that anti-feminist. You know, we're definitely know. we're witnessing a performance of some of something. But yeah. she was no, the song was hard. I think I'm gonna have to listen to it again. She's hot. Woo. Yes. Yeah. Need that more. Yeah. Right. And their eyes. I, f- I felt like I should mm-hmm. apologize to her the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> apologize for what? Virginia? I don't know. Existing. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let, let's it. move on. So Virginia, okay. you're up next. Okay. Tell us about yeah, your on that note. Take it so away. finally, um, so my uh, hit replay is Epic High's Gray So Gray featuring Yunha. Yun- Yunha? And I guess I, it took me a while to listen to it because I kept telling myself I was going to react to the album. And then I realized I'm never going to react to this oh, album. No. So <laughs> I just finally just It's so long, too. <laughs> it's so good, too. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to go see them in concert in like a month or two. So I'm excited. Oh, so, so, background. So jealous. Uh, you can come. I have an extra ticket. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. just, just inviting all the listeners, <laughs> all the YouTube watchers, they're all going to be like, oh, Virginia said I can come in. They're all just going to show up at the door. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not have that kind of clout. If I did, I would not, I would be using it for so many other things. Um, okay. So, all right, Epic High is a South Korean alternative hip hop group from Seoul, composed of Tableau, Mithra Jin, and DJ Two Cuts. Oh, I would do so many horrible things for DJ Two Cuts, and uh, mm-hmm. they debuted. And oh, and Mithra Jin. Oh my God, what a man! They Mithra. debuted in two thousand three under. I know under um, Wulim <laughs> Entertainment. I'm so sorry, everyone. From twenty twelve to twenty eighteen, they were under YG Entertainment. And then on October 2nd, 2018, it has been announced that their contracts uh, with YG Entertainment expired and they decided not to renew. And then uh, February 19th, 2019, Epic High signed with William Morris Endeavor. And they're known for having, they've been around for a really, really long time. And they're known for having combined genres and different styles of hip hop throughout their career and have seen the release of 11 studio albums since their debut, as well as for their coverage of diverse lyrical themes. They have received international acclaim, winning several music awards in Korea and becoming the first Korean act to play at Coachella. Most importantly, um, they won the K-pop cast song of the year award in 2021. It's their most important prized award. The first release from the first part of this album. Yes. Mm -hmm. Rosario was so Rosario, yeah. So yeah, I found Epic High uh, through BTS. um, Like I find all things. Um, They're my Google. And um, (laughs) I really, really like their stuff. And I love Tableau. And then for Peter's thing. How you thing. Yeah. How you thing. How you do it. We'll talk about it more. Yes. But... The Peter's story is the reason why I got into Epic High, like, hugely. Oh, so mm-hmm. one thing for you all to know, uh, there's a pun, a bilingual pun about the title of the song. Uh, the track that uh, we'll be watching it, or replaying, whatever, Gray So Gray featuring Yuna, is a, a song about the love, hate, and frustration between a couple. The song's original Korean name, oh dear lord, Gure uh, So. I guess, which translates to that's why. 
sounds exactly like gray so gray. And so the Korean title describes the situation where the lovers are trying to explain things to each other. And um, the English title captures the mood of the song on point. Great. So great. <laughs> great. So great. <laughs> Thank you, PD Nim. I see what you did there. <laughs> she did great. <laughs> Cute. Didn't they? Great. Didn't Epic High do uh, Umbrella with Yuna? Song? They did. So there's, yeah, there's a that's joke, one of my favorite right? songs from them. Mm. That that's one of their first songs that I liked because RM mm-hmm. covered it with this mm. um, Japanese contestant on some show, and then um, the joke is that Epic High has worked with every female singer in Korea ever because I guess Tableau called Yungi Suga. And he's like, hey, who should we feature on our next album? We need a women, a woman, woman's vocal. And um, so Suga asks RM too. And RM, he heard RM yell in the background, is there, is there a Korean artist they haven't worked with? <laughs> so, and the question. answer is no, apparently. So. Yeah. That's why they need help. They're like, that's why mm-hmm. we called. Yeah, so audio listeners, get ready to play in three, two, one. Oh, this is a live performance. I've always wondered like how live the vocals are for these. <laughs> yeah, they definitely they make it look also, live, but two cuts in the background. Like, right. He's not the guitar. Yeah, yeah. What is he DJing? <laughs> He's not mixing this he, he song live. Play on on what is that? That's a Denon. Yeah, that's a dead end mixer there. So he he had play on the play on the dead end mixer, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> I love Tablo and Glass. Mm. Yeah, it's a good look for him. Because like my first thing was was Born Hater. Like that was like my first oh, really? intro to, to Epic High, and he he's he's in the glasses in that one. So like that's my image of him. Mm. I, I like his sweater. I met that stage of life right now. His mm-hmm. dad's sweater. <laughs> Just in sweats all the time. Why is he so hot? Yeah, they all look so comfortable. Why doesn't Yuna get to wear sweats? She's Has he Her legs are all out. I bet she's freezing. Wait, what, Peter? Does, does he always yes. wear sunglasses? No, he no, has a lot. <laughs> It's good having her voice. Yeah, Tuk- Tukits as well <laughs> wears sunglasses a lot. Mm-hmm. I touched Tukits. I no, no, I touched Tapo's hand. <laughs> Ooh, really? You're gonna have to tell us more about that. <gasps> so this is what similar thing to uh, someone who's like, well, heart says yes, brain says no. Mm-hmm. In terms of dancing relationship. I think they're actually uh, talking about their own like mental state and like why each of them can't give it their all in the relationship. How they're still trying to like cope with trauma, and they're saying like, "This is why I am how I am. Like, take it or leave it." You know what? I'm gonna leave first. Just like you see a relationship breaking down in the story. Thank you for correcting me, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, Tablo just said, I'm a person. So, duh, that's why. That's why I'm like this. Yeah. I'm human. 
Her voice is just so clear. Yeah. So happy. No, I love her voice. Yeah. So airy, feathery. This is my favorite part, the guitar in the back. You're starting to hear, yeah, the strings are slowly coming in. Mm. I love this. I'm, I'm just being like, you know, this, this is where your soul dies, or your body dies, and your soul starts rising. <laughs> That's what I'm getting with the instrumentation yes. right now. Yeah, ascending to heaven. Oh, see, maybe he's like playing like a little piano right there in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it looked like, at least. I mean, does does two like he, two cuts of scratching right during the yeah, live yeah, shows DJ and, and a producer. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's always like, a question. Like, it always bothered me. Like, sometimes when I would be DJing, I would do um, more technically involved mixing, where like you know you've got like multiple samples kind of running on top of each other, and you're you're playing mm-hmm. with them and tweaking them, and you know it requires more involvement. But then like I'd be like you know doing a B two B set with like maybe another DJ on Serato, just just simple mm-hmm. like AVB two deck mixing. And um, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Theirs Just would sound better ABD because they mixing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> track A, track B. Oh, got it. Yeah, that's all I'm trying to say. Just, just, just one, <laughs> one or two. Yeah. Right? So. <laughs> Anyway, but but their set would sound better because maybe one of their songs is like a pre-made blend or mix. Mm-hmm. So like they can do a lot of stuff, and it may to the audience it may sound more sophisticated than maybe something that I might be doing that's more live and technically harder to do but like you know as long as mm. you don't always know so care <laughs> sorry maybe like I, I like djs were, were made just to like shit on each other and it like hate each other and tear each other down so that's why i'm like watching two cuts i'm like what are you doing man you're just miming there in the background but he is also great song, very... great song. <laughs> he is also very grumpy so i suppose he does play into the grumpy dj <laughs> I was going to ask like, if he is if he is an integral part of the group, but he doesn't sing or rap. What do you suggest he do on a performance like this? As a DJ, I think um, he shouldn't be. So on I'm going to go back to what. Well, no, no, no. I, I would I would go back to uh, if I can point to a specific example uh, to one of my biases. Uh, mm-hmm. BB, if you saw her mm-hmm. at the Head in the Clouds show, she had a DJ with her, kind of supporting her. I mean, he wasn't like he was doing a lot, but like, you know, he would be like, okay, let me just do a scratch in on this sample. Okay. He has and a it, little it, 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 just so it's ad like a, lib a, or a, solo a sort of, kind of thing. Exactly. Uh, just okay. a lot of like ad lib sort of stuff that you can do to make it more of like a unique live sure, sure, sure. in the moment presence sort of thing. And, and I think that would work. And presu- yeah. I haven't been seen Epic High Live, but presumably that's what he's doing. He mm. He is really good live and he's very dynamic. And then also, um, he does dance. 
There you go. <laughs> he always dances. So that's important. This is actually always. my favorite song on the album. Um, with a close second, I think Face ID, I think is my. Oh, right. Second. Yeah. That's, that's my, that's my repay from the album. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just so melancholy, I think. It's, and I think it's mostly it's because Yuna's um, voice is so clear and so, so sad. <laughs> I'm like, mm. and then the guitars, and you're like, I'm so sorry. The strings. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is perfect because it's like, it's still winter time. So it's still really cold. So this is, this is a good song for, for right now. So yeah. great. I think I like the majority of Epic High's songs like this. Uh, yeah, that yeah. have the same. They definitely flavor, have a lot that follow this formula. <clears throat> yeah, for many years. <laughs> Hey, if it works, like, you know, I'm not going to knock it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it works for him. Okay, so bringing us Michaela the last of the host before we do a listener pick. Michaela, yes. Yeah, so my my hit replay for this week is Black Bees, Nalili Mambo, mostly just because pirates are in this year. Yes. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Ooh, shade. Pirates pirates are way in this year. And so it just got me thinking about, you know, pirate concepts and K-pop and also kind of like where... Like the most, you know, the best examples the are of, of, of the concept, and also, mm. also this this song, Nelly Mambo, turns ten this year. Oh, so this oh how is, about this that? Is going, yeah. So this is kind of like an anniversary kind of hit replay for me, like going back and like you know the nostalgia of hearing it for the first time, and you know, Black B for the people that don't know. They debuted back in 2011 under Stardom Entertainment. Uh, they left that label uh, in 2013 and joined Seven Seasons, which is the subsidiary of KQ Entertainment, ah. which I think people now know as ATs, ATs, KQ fellas label, right? Yeah, so Hence a lot of people pirates. like to to, you know, to point out like, hey, you know, Black B, they they know they started with the the pirate thing, so mm, y'all <laughs> not necessarily ATs that it... was the original pirates, but no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not necessarily that the same producers were involved, but like the fact that Black B is at that label and ATs debuted with such a strong pirate concept, you you do kind of feel the, the and just the the vibe of the group being rebellious, like kids and running around the world. I yeah, I definitely see similarities and inspiration yeah, there. Yeah, because like Black B, they always talked about them as like like the black sheep of the K-pop industry. Like they were an mm-hmm. idol group that would talk about like breaking up with the girlfriends and drinking with ladies and doing all that. So mm-hmm. the the fact that they came out with this grimy pirate concept at the time really fit them mm-hmm. and, and really worked for them as like building their image of like, yeah, we're not the clean cut, cute idol boys. We're the bad boys. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also I love Zico. Yes. Yes. Yeah, oh, who doesn't love Zico? Come I on. love him so much. It's also featured on our song. I mean, oh, really? <laughs> right. And Rosario, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Oh, that's he, right, that's right. He's though. not He's not without, you know, his problematic things. Yes. And Black B Who were isn't? also, yeah. like, before... <laughs> yeah, before this, before this release, they were dealing with a lot of problematic issues with their songs being bad for being... Their, their songs being oh. banned for being too sexy. Oh. And then also they had some issues where they were you know, being disrespectful in an interview in Thailand. So, yeah. like, Zico had to, like, shave his head and they had to give an apology. So they were in a really bad place right after de- mm-hmm. de- their debut. Wow. And so this song, Nelly Mambo, was their first release after that. And it really kind of, like, was a reset. And it really put them on a good place in, like, the Korean 
charts. Like they were they were kind of like it was almost like a re-debut for them. Yeah, you can always come back in the entertainment industry. Right. I, I, I just like put this in my head as a just another nonsense K-pop name. But apparently there's more okay. to it. Yeah, there's, there's there's kind of layers. So if like we go back to the first layer or like the first... Nalili Mambo was a song that came out in the 1950s, like 1957. Um, it was really originally performed by Kim Jong A, and it was a song that was kind of like one of those songs that like helped like make mambo and like that Latin jazz more popular in Korea. Mm-hmm. So like there's a Nalili Mambo, there's a Arirang Mambo, there's a Dorai Mambo. Like so there was it was part of these these songs that were coming out in this genre that were being really popular at the time. But then you go back to the next layer and naliri is like a it's a word that doesn't really have a meaning but it's it's from a really old Korean folk song and it's generally just kind of like a song to to uplift and uh, a sound that is supposed to you know make you make you happy and make you joyous and want to dance around. Nilidia. So naliri mambo is, is isn't a that song the name about, of um the song Missy Elliott did with G Dragon? Or yeah, so Nilidia. Nilidia, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, it does mean something. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, so it's there's there's a lot of layers to this this concept. Very cool. And Blackbeat specifically did want to do have the song have kind of like origins of, you know, older traditional uh Korean hey, songs with I'm this one. I'm all for that. So and and I think that adds to the idea of yes, they're doing a pirate concept, but because of the the you know the genre or the the callbacks it feels very Korean in that way too, mm-hmm. despite the fact that they filmed it in Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Yeah, but let's let, let's get into it. Let's actually watch the music video. So, audio listeners, get ready to watch in three, two, one. <laughs> yeah, even this this song Good at the beginning is actually like a wanted, dead it's or like an old Vietnamese folk song. Oh, like, I never uh, noticed that. Yeah, it's it's called like a uh, frozen snow or something like that. Don't see go with some unfortunate hair some... here, dreadlocks yeah, or dreads. an attempt at dreads. Oh, pink yeah. dreads though. We also have like bullets, I think, in this music. Video. Yeah, mullet and dreads. All right. Yeah, you, so you see, he's he's a wanted pirate for like was it a million dollars or whatever. He peeped his next heist. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam. Is where they filmed this. I love this Woo, song, though. Right? Great song. They do the big booming horns as well. It's like a, a Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack mixed with like a hip-hop beat to like... Yep. To make it something you can rap to. Yeah, Blackbeat has got a lot of songs like this. Mm-hmm. And that vibe. But yeah, so we just met up with the. I like so the story of this tail. music video. They actually put a plot into yeah, it where you heist. wonder what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, they're playing so It's not scenes. just a concept, it's like a movie. Yeah, you got P.O. and B-Bomb playing Mahjong with some like Vietnamese gangsters on the movie. This is just a huge mashup of lots of Asian things. Mm. (laughs) The irony is they would have to cut. 
<laughs> Look at everyone's of the logistics of how eyebrows. they would sell. Please, you Kwan. We don't get music like this anymore. We don't. Uh, like, I miss this. This is <laughs> pretty dated. And Park Young, he's my bias. Mm. I love, I love the rap. Let's listen. Oh, are they gonna cut the chicken? I love it. The offbeat. Oh, look at that old school curly K-pop hair. <laughs> the perm. It's like a like a strawberry perm. Yeah, strawberry perm. <laughs> Hey! Oh, look at those they arms. have guns, y'all. I was not expecting that. He's got he's got guns and guns. Yeah, I surrender. <laughs> eye patch spotted. <laughs> yeah, Pio's got the eye patch. Where'd he pick that up? Jay Hwan's just in a bar with a, a sexy lady. He doesn't look clean. Don't kiss him. It's just <laughs> whatever. Everybody's just like slowly meeting up with each other in the city. Yep, one by one. I love that breakdown in the bridge here. Well, right before this marching thing, but like where they left, just had the the left, right, the, left. singing the. Uh oh, there's nothing in the chamber. What are they gonna do? How are they gonna get out of this? Ouch. He's not. He's just gonna get his ass beat. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to. I really fuck with the blonde. Oh, the dance, yeah. The simplest, just get hyped movement. Yeah, the shoulders. Oh, and the white contacts, creepy. Mm, Hard pass. Conducting an orchestra with a pistol. Badass. Gun safety should be. Yeah. But the wait's not over. <gasps> yeah, yeah, there's a funny Open twist. Up. Oh! The diamonds have disappeared. <gasps> there's nothing in there. Ah! They did that a lot of chipmunk for a lot of music videos around that time. Mm. Yeah, apparently they, they slowed that voice down. And if you listen to it, it's exactly somebody explaining a pasta recipe in Korean. No way. <laughs> <laughs> really? Come like you on. could go look up like that part slowed down and it's it's a pasta recipe <laughs> or something like that. Really? That's amazing. Yeah, it's a pasta recipe mixed with troll. just like screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that's like extra. Yeah, but that's level. The, again, that's what I love about about Block B is just the the fun and the silliness and mm-hmm. the not taking themselves too seriously. Yeah. And ah, they they were underappreciated, underrated. Indeed. Yeah. It, it was too much for their time, you know? It it was it, it was too um mm-hmm. too out there. It would have done so well today. That's a niche that's still right. not fully filled. But Gangster Mafia Pirate. I mean this song still comes <laughs> yeah. comes back. No, yeah. but like every yeah, this- time I hear their songs come up and I don't know it's them. I'm always like, this is a jam. Right. And then I'm like, oh, it's Block B. Really <laughs> like, solid discography. Yeah. And the block the Blockbuster album that this was on was their only studio album, which okay. is so surprising because they have so many like, great hits. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are the mm-hmm. rest just mini albums? Yeah, just EPs and singles. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, like you said, they've had a lot of struggles in the industry because they're like all the controversies and issues yeah. with their companies and, you know, individual things. And now, now Zico it has left KQ Entertainment. He has his own label called yeah. KOZ. Was it King of the Zungle? I think is what it stands for. And they got, uh, uh, was it acquired by Hybe right mm-hmm. back in 2020. And now they're like doing global auditions to form a new boy group. Meanwhile, Zico was still in the army. Uh, no, did you see him on the island when he was the judge? He was a judge for. Um, oh, Island. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, I didn't uh-huh. watch Island. Yeah. So yeah, he was a he, judge. I, yeah, on a. I feel like he was one of the nicer so. judges, but they were pushing him to be mean. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the yeah. closest judge to the contestants. Like he's actually yeah. still like an idol. The others are out I of touch. Zico's anyway. what, 90, 92, 91? I guess. Yeah, around my age. But I think we have a listener submission. Yeah. So I went to the Twice concert with, with Todd. And while we were yeah, sitting on the park going the home, he kept saying, like, man, you guys need to, you, K pop cast, you guys need to do a deep dive on Stacy. <laughs> I guess he got an early preview of the song. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. We listened to it. We thought it was okay. <laughs> Not enough for a deep dive, but but, but hey, we like it. But um, anyway, so I told Todd, like, hey, send in a recording and we, we can uh, talk about it. So that's exactly what he did. And this is what he had to say. Perfect. Hey, K-Popcast listeners. It's your boy, Todd, Hi, Todd. And here's why Stacy's Run to You is my hit replay. It's like this. ASAP was bubblegum flavored soda pop, pure sugar rush. Stereotype was a nice Americano, refreshing and buzzing. Run to You is Gatorade Vodka. It's spiked punch. There's a sweetness and a fluorescent day-glow kick to it. Stacy keeps moving things forward, and that's what I love about them. Their individual personalities and talents are so different, and they consistently make great songs, and that's what sets them apart. Yeah, I miss the... Stacy guys! It's going down. Drop. It's their trademark. It's like the blunt flare sound on Little Wayne songs or Metro Boomin' and Murder on the Beat drops. But people gotta calm down. See, girls, it's going down is in the next song. Same, same. So chill on that <laughs> and look forward to their next concept. Todd has such a good way with words. <laughs> I love it. So visual. Yeah. It's like he's mm, a writer or something. Mm. <laughs> is that a good thing? Yes. Quick, quick side note. Um, Todd's review of uh, the Twice concert, it, it totally blew up. Like JYP loved it. Even mm. though he gave like a critique, like, hey, they should have had live musical instruments. And oh, anyway. Yeah. Um, backing up, um, just qu- really quick background on Stacy. Todd already gave a bit of a background, but Stacy stands for Star to a-, a Young Culture. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's that's news. That's something Michaela didn't know. What? That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're they're formed by High Up Entertainment, um, and uh, this this song "Run to You" is lead single off their sophomore album Young Hyphen Love L U v dot com like a web address is, is the name mm-hmm. of the album but if you actually go to it it's Young a really cool website com. but there's not a lot 
on it, but it's like a lot of videos to the album. Um, Ooh, and the okay. members said that they wanted to present a new image of Stacey with this album and the public and can realize that what we have to show is not all we have. The key message is the passion for love based on our daring spirit. So bad showed immature love, a sap craving for someone to love, stereotype showed building our ego and run to you shows the actions that we will run to our love without worrying about what <laughs> others think. So I totally get what Todd is saying about the I'm sorry. Are these Gatorade just AI and- generated at this point? I'm sorry. Because <laughs> like how many times have we heard this? Like a bag of bag of words they're, model. Yeah. No, they're, yeah there's totally a site about- that does that. Like yeah, it will yeah. help you generate articles. <laughs> Are you talking about copy AI or words and like exactly and it'll spit it out for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need a, we need to take a GPT three fine tune it on um, K pop interviews and and comeback themes and we can get a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially song lyric. And one of the K descriptions, you know, the ones in like the bottom of the music Mm -hmm. video. Yeah. 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 Especially those. Honestly, I don't know why someone hasn't done this yet. Someone needs to in the ML, NLP writing communities to go write a paper on that also mm-hmm. a quick side fun note so black eyed pill song is like the genius behind right. like creating all these like catchy bops um so great that he's doing his own thing with this company but you can see that he uses ableton in the production Ooh. of the song which we also use for this podcast okay so wow. I'll, I'll hand it over to you pdm <laughs> that's a connection we're like the same uh, yeah exactly the same we're, we're yeah. just in the same level yes. of black eyed pill song uh, exactly yes Yes, the producer of 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 hits like like Ua and Cheer Up and TT and Fancy. We are on the same level. <laughs> exactly. No big totally. deal. Yeah. Okay, ready, listeners. If you're gonna hit play in three, two, one. This is Stacy's run to you, by the way. I don't look like that when I run. See, I'm not I'm not as familiar with Stacy yet. Like I'm still I'm still getting used to the I members. But they they killed it last year. They're just year. all so pretty. We nominated oh, yeah. them for a few awards Ultimate on our catchy. end of your show. Mm-hmm. Ooh, some hip action. Hearts everywhere. And you can see hearts recurring theme throughout the entire thing, which they're running to. Yeah, hearts. But I love like even the spine details, like when you get the like the bokeh effect or whatever, mm-hmm. like or the particles right at the end. Mm-hmm. They use a frame or a filter such that it makes the those sparkles even heart shapes. Even. Oh. oh wow! I want those gloves. She's trapped in a globe. Very warrior. Oh, she's in a Cupid. Snow globe. I just noticed that what she's got the mean? the bow and arrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's Cupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out. Oh, this is cute. I love this musical drop. It's like yeah. quirky, it's weird, but catchy. It's the Black Eyed Pill song doing his mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's not like off and dissonant like some other groups out there. It's coherent. I mean, it, it's soft and, and it's like, you know, it, it's definitely spiked Gatorade or, or whatever it was. That, yeah. that, like a yeah, fruity it's like drink. That. And like the. the the little bit, little, it's like like fuzz, it's like fizz, it's like twinkly. And... Oh, I like this song. I'm not a poser. <laughs> she poses. Oh, we got the la di da motorcycles again. <laughs> the Sin City. Mm-hmm. Big budget for artificial right. flowers. Green mm. chorus. Let's hear that drop. 
They made it look like Cupid shot an arrow and exploded a pinata of flowers raining down. And on I the like other how members. they had that that drop in the at music the same time right at the drop. Yeah, yeah, the arrow yeah. punctures whatever it was. Yeah. Isn't she just freeing herself? She, she's escaping the tunnel of love. Oh, they're running toward love. They're, they're running. They're, they're running. Sorry, running. Oh, right. It's run to you. I mean, I would like some people to now run we've to got me some snaps. You see that One book of my favorite K-pop element, Peter. <laughs> oh, just for a few seconds. See the hearts in the back, the lights. There it is. That instrumental wow. drop. I love it. It's fun. It's quirky. Yeah, I like it too. I, I notice something new next every time I listen to it. See, look, look at those particles in the background. You see the little hearts? Mm. Here, yeah. you, you'll start to see it here, too. Yeah, yes, you see yes. that? Uh-huh. That's a nice touch. Oh, right there. yeah. Is that a siren or is that in my house? Yeah, I know. It's definitely no, a siren. It's a siren. <laughs> <laughs> a siren kind of thing. Well, I, I oh, I like it. Oh, yeah. The S for their pose. It's an emergency. We got to get there. Mm-hmm. I, for for a song about running to you, they run really slowly. It's a bullet time, Virginia. <laughs> it's bullet time running. Actually, to that point, I was just thinking like, man, it would have been so cool if they like stopped and froze and like went around them, Ooh, you know, like yeah. Matrix bullet time. 1997 called. <laughs> 1999 mm. was, was when the Matrix came out. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, that's oh, when well I graduated then. college. <laughs> that's um, when I was born. <laughs> oh. oh, my God, stop. <laughs> Did you just say you were born in the year I graduated college? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> sorry. We're going to pretend we didn't hear that. So, yeah, I, I love the, the signature pose that the S that they've got. Um, I think that it's like yeah. good. Like they they hated their Stacey girls. It's it, their Stacey girls. It's going down. But like we all love that. And I think we're we're going to similarly love their, their new pose that they've got with this music video. It's a good song. I really like it. Yeah. I feel I, like I have. They're, they're a solid group. I look forward to what they've got in store. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they had Black Eyed Peelsome behind them. Was already, you know, like the, the, the what is it? Like you knew they were going to do well, and yeah, they're really yeah. popular in Korea too. Right? Oh. Yeah, this is how you make a catchy song. I don't think it's as catchy as ASAP or Stereotype. I think those were Agreed. super catchy, but this mm-hmm. is hard still to, <laughs> to up the. Yeah, it's it's hard yeah. to follow those up. Those are very good, but mm. I think uh, this is a bop. It, it, I yeah. would say it's it's tape. Day to the Bach. Oh. Day to oh the Bach. Hear that, Todd? Day to the Bach. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Moving along. Next section. How you doing? How, how you doing? <laughs> how you been? <laughs> oh, is that... Wait. We need to come up with a title for the next episode because we keep changing you, it. So, was it? We've done how you... What was it? How you thing? How you how been? You been? Now it's how you How you doing? doing? Isn't that like every Eric Nam song? <laughs> anyway, we need a, a permanent title for this. So listeners, if you have an idea, let us know. Um, so kick us off, uh, Virginia. What What's the thing in How You World that, that you're rocking out to or that you that yeah. makes you happy? So, Virginia, how you doing? BTS 
is coming to Vegas for four nights, um, April 8th and 9th and April 15th and 16th. How many nights are you going? Like a micro residency. I'm going to all four if I can. I've already booked my flights. (laughs) I've already booked my hotel rooms. Um, We had a feeling they would probably do that because um, the Grammys are the first weekend and then BBMAs are like in May. Um, Oh, okay. So I think also in Vegas. Strategic. Epic High is also performing that first weekend (gasps) on the 8th or 9th or something like that. And uh, so is Megadeth and Backstreet Boys. So it's a really shitty weekend to go to Vegas, everyone. (laughs) Um, But yes, I'm very excited. I, I know it's going to be exactly the same as PTD Los Angeles, unless if they mix up like the medley. Um, and they're they're doing three nights in Seoul, which is probably going to be exactly the same, but they'll just change the menu. And I'm paying for all these things. I'm paying for the like live streaming. I'm paying for the theater. I'm going to be so <laughs> sick of this fucking concert. And I don't care because, <laughs> because like Jin has to go into the military by the end of the year and Yoongi oh, right. has to right. by March. I was wondering. So... When does the extension run out? Yeah, it runs out when they turn 30. um, And so international. And so you have to, the next time they'll all be together, who knows? Unless they all go together, which I don't know. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to give them all my fucking money. And I didn't even, like, as soon as I saw the notice, I screenshot it and sent it to my husband. And my husband was Mm. like, why do you have to go to Vegas to watch live streaming? I was like, oh, no, honey, did you not read? (laughs) No. I'm going to Vegas for uh, two weekends in a row. I've already bought tickets. Mm-hmm. I'm just informing you. This is just you. a courtesy notice. <laughs> this in is a case you wonder where I am. You will, right, because my our four children will be hungry and you will have to feed them. <laughs> but I won't be home. <laughs> wow. And the only reason I'm flying back is because I'm going to an Epic High concert in between. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not to see your children. I mean, yeah. no, 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 not, not really. really. I won't even see them. <laughs> so, mm, you're just gonna go, no. yeah, straight from the yeah. airport to the concert. No, no, I have really early flights, but it's uh, mm. so I'm excited. It's actually cheaper to fly back and forth than to stay on the strip, right? Like, oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. So yes, also stay not only expensive uh, in terms of just extra nights at the hotel, but living there. You know, oh. and all oh, the no, temptations for like Oh, I would just eat cup of noodle. I would just pack all these cup oh, of noodles man. and just eat that. Damn, I'll be like so bloated by the end of the <laughs> last concert. <laughs> just so oh. bloated. No, go to China. I think it's just really there's some reasonable funny stuff. that um, th- what armies have like destroyed all the Grammys and VMA reservations, like. You know, for that same period, like mm-hmm. no one can get a room because armies have just booked everything. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, no, I yeah, I already have sweet tickets for one of the nights. So, all right, so Stephanie, uh, what what's your yes? So Stephanie, how you doing? There we go, Peter. Well, <laughs> I am pondering uh, the very real possibility of, uh, Jay Park debuting an idol group in the near future. 
He is reportedly planning to launch his own K-pop boy band, according to Sports Dispatch. And this comes right on the heels of his like shocking announcement that he's stepping down from being CEO of AOMG and Higher Music. Uh, labels he founded and directly managed the CEO, I think, from 2013 on and then like 2016 on. I think so. Jay Park was synonymous with AOMG and higher music and really with this kind of uh, vanguard of American hip hop sound uh, getting into Korea and like becoming, I think, like a legitimate lane to go in for young uh, Korean artists, yeah. like to go into yeah. the hip hop style. I, I really think Jay Park is like heavily responsible for that. So to hear that he's going to step away from the very real lane that he helped create to, uh, I'm a bit disappointed. I must say that he's leaving that behind mm. to probably try and become the next JYP or YG or SM or whatever. I can kind of tell from his, his interviews that that's something he's always wanted. He's wanted that like mainstream validation. He wants that power. He wants to be on their level mm. and like he can't stand how they look down on him. And so oh. here he is make, making this move of like dropping his friends and what he built um, to go chase after that. I'm a little disappointed. It probably but I'm sure the, I'm sure the music is going to be lit. Ah, I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> But it probably pays better too, right? Like boy of bands course, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's, it's, it's the money. money as well. There's a cap on well, how much I mean, money he also like, has his, can make. Too. He has a soju label, so oh, please, right? His one one soju that just dropped this week. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let the man get his bag, or whatever it's called. Sure, it's yeah, nothing yeah, sadder than it. an old woman saying things like this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What do y'all think about it? You're excited? No. I No. <laughs> I, I, well, we, earlier we were talking about we'll your hit replay, Stephanie. And like, yeah, yeah. I, Here's I another example K-hip-hop. of a guy in the industry who makes fire music, but as a human being, just has some stuff to work on. Sure. But um, like when it comes to like doing DJ mixing and events, like, I would like to do like if I had my choice of playing the music that I want to play. Um, I play mm-hmm. more K hip hop of my set, fr- mm-hmm. quite frankly. Uh, yeah. But as a DJ, you got to play to what people are going to dance to and what people are asking yeah. for, and that means you know what people are going to do the choreography to on the floor. <laughs> yeah, and, and it you know yeah. like I, I I of course enjoy that, but it's just like I kind of wish like I could get away with doing more hip hop. And mm. people just more. It's such a rich know, K-pop scene fans. on its own. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like with with, with K pop fans, the issue that I have with DJing for them sometimes is that if they don't know the choreography, they don't feel welcome to dance. You know, like oh, they, really? they don't know how to just, you know, dance and vibe out to the music. Yeah. 
my hope would be like eventually we get to a point where like K hip hop becomes <laughs> enough of a like a cultural force or just natural evolution of like a K pop fan. Like yeah. maybe you start with pop and then you start broadening your horizons and, and indulging in all these other, you know, subgenres and forms and you learn to participate and engage with the music in more common club ways. Mm-hmm. Um well, your so your, I, I, your story just of the K-pop fans just reminded me of my very first trip to Seoul, Korea, in I believe 2008. I went in the winter of 2008, and I went to one of the most popular clubs in Hongdae. I can't remember if it was M2 or something like that, and. I was shocked to find a staff of the club doing choreography to like American hip hop songs that were playing. It was not official choreography. It was stuff that the staff (laughs) had made up and they were not even happy to be doing it. They were just like in the middle trying to lead by example and hoping that club goers would uh, follow the like. Mm. choreography that mildly had something to do with the lyrics put your hands up oh i was like this is so lame so weird no one's having fun here no one's like dancing i really Mm. was hoping for the experience of like going into a club and they're playing korean hip-hop or k-pop and everyone's getting down to it because that's what i want to do but this was yeah big disappointment (laughs) but it goes to what you're saying peter I mean, I'm yeah. sure it's Was not it like, like that, that in all the clubs or just the um, one you went to the the big one, the big one that played like hip hop music that I went to. Mm-hmm. Did, I think I did see choreography by staff and like one other establishment as well. Otherwise, I went to smaller underground hip hop clubs and people still were not dancing. They were like standing, bobbing their heads, listening. Oh, so but they were more like vibe yeah. people, not like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, wonder if that's like concert culture too you know mm. interestingly i'll from what i've observed um the korean swing and korean salsa scenes are um they're very good like they're they're like mm. so by the book like technically proficient yeah. like to the extent that I, man i wish like bay area salsa salseros and swing dancers were you know more precise in their form and technique huh. Um, but at the same time, I think maybe it's limiting in, in the creativity and, and improvisation. Um, mm. Maybe it's just something Kinda culturally. Let loose. In, in Don't be afraid yeah. of what people will think. Yeah. But anyway, bringing this all back to Jay Park yeah. in, in the news. like Yes. I, I just right? hope that we could get to that point where like the main, quote unquote, mainstream part of this yeah. changes. And mm-hmm. for Jay Agreed. Park now to go that's back what I, the that's other what I way, thought he was like gunning for. such a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. But you also have to think of like K pop being the like so much popular and international than it's been in the past decade. And the opportunity of creating a group Mm -hmm. that not only can be successful in Korea, but also internationally. I feel like J Park is one of those people that feels like he can do that, that he can finally make that group that. Yeah. And, oh, oh, someone, you know, someone that quote unquote I've... breaks through in the West. <gasps> <laughs> yes, paved the way. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, but also mm. maybe breaking through in Korea because again, going back to to Block B, I feel like mm-hmm. the yeah, kind, of kind of group that he would make would be kind of like that, where it would yeah. be wouldn't be as idol image, but you know, still pretty, more like, <laughs> like irreverent. Like 2 p.m. You mean? 
like beast what? groups. You mean like two PM? <laughs> no, that's what they called it, right? Like the beast yeah, groups. Beast groups like yeah. Oh, beast. Yeah, but not like, just oh. not just. No, he would. Yeah, not just not beast, recreate but like. Well, that's true. That's, that's the group he was in. But um, <laughs> but he's still recovering from funny trauma. If he did. I know. Yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, beast like in the sense of like very so... hyper masculine bad boys. Yeah, yeah. It's just clear that he's st- that even even though he talks a big game about not needing K-pop, and he's like, "I'm not BTS. Don't mistake me for them. I'm not the same. I'm, psh, you know, I'm I'm like a hip hop person. I'm more free and like he makes fun of K-pop and like." For that kind, for all that talk, here he goes, and he's gonna make an idol group. So I'm just, mm-hmm. just saying. I don't know. Yeah, back, it just reads really cynical. Yeah, I, I, I'm willing to keep an open mind on this. Maybe it'll be just yeah. something like he he reinvents the paradigm, right? For what it is <laughs> to be like like idol. Sure, pop, sure. You know, like wh- whatever. I'm like I'm I'm willing to go into it with an open mind, and and yeah. and give it a fair shot, fair assessment. So. So am I. Especially if they have abs and they go oh, yes, And I'll be like, okay. Mm-hmm. I, will. I wonder I, if he is going yeah. to insert himself into the debut music video. Oh, I'm sure a lot of fans would like him to insert himself somewhere. But <laughs> not, I just, not me. I'm sure he can't resist. I just hope yeah. he has more success with this group than, than Rain did with M. Black and everything oh, that he M. tried Black. to do once he left JYP. Long live Because that's, that's the other thing I think about with this is like the first group didn't work out so well with Rain and his new group is like still trying to get out there. He's struggling. And I know yeah. they're very different people, but I just I think of the parallels. Do there, we have yeah, a list there of are like, many parallels. Everyone who's been like crossed by JYP. Like the man JYP, Oof. like the list goes on and on. How much time you got? Oh, like the that... people that left and like became so much more successful. Yeah, Jamie <laughs> after. Oh my god, oh, Jamie. Yeah. Isn't that like everyone who's subjected to his clear plastic mm-hmm. clothing? <laughs> At this point, it's like the universe. The universe has been subjected to JYP. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, maybe we should move along here. Yeah, um, yeah, let's move on. Yeah. All right, we're still we're still on one. Yeah. So. um Virginia, I stole your thunder earlier, but now I think, tell us more. Tell us about the the, the Vice story that you're reading because my- No, 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 no. You should talk about it because it's your thing. Okay. Okay. Well, Virginia, jump in with all the background. But my my how you thing um, Mm -hmm. is uh, this podcast that I recommend. Hey, do you listen to to podcasts? Do you listen to podcasts about- (laughs) K-pop music. I think if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> maybe one. I, I I would I would recommend another one for you, and that's this other one produced by Vice and iHeart Media, or iHeart Radio, excuse me. And mm-hmm. it's on Tableau's uh, controversy that uh, Stephanie, I know you've got a personal connection into, um, but yeah, um, yeah, basically around how. Uh, this QAnon like organ like set of uh, stalkers said like, "Hey, Tablo faked his diploma and all these other things, and now we're going to go after him and get justice." And uh, I think a podcast storytelling format or podcasting works really good as a storytelling format for the story. Um, yeah, definitely. So at the time of this recording, we've listened to the first two episodes. Maybe by the time this episode comes yeah. out, maybe one or two more episodes will will have come out. Um, but 
I'll add that what the story, what the series does a really good job in doing is uh, getting you to understand how the QAnon type folks arrived mm. at at their sort of like conspiracy theories. Um, yeah. And then also uh, on the flip side, like despite all the instances where like factual evidence is presented, <laughs> the ways people double down and like, yeah, you know, like we're, we're, we're in seeing... too deep now. We can't turn back. Unrepeatable events for sure. I, I don't think we're ever going to see that again in, in human history. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, obviously strong, strong ties to, 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 to today's events um, and, and issues with, uh, doubling down on misinformation, mm-hmm. um, but it, it made me like where we're currently at in, in the series is just making me very angry on behalf of Tablo. <laughs> like I, I, I just yeah. Yeah. frustrated as a as a fellow it, Stanford alumni who graduated early with masters and undergraduate with using the very well known co-term program. I was just floored by how people did not believe he did that. At the time. Yeah, I really felt a a connection. They even did a news thing, right? Like they Mm -hmm. took Korean broadcasting news. They went to Stanford. They interviewed his professors. These professors um, said they remembered him. I mean, they have his published books during that period. Uh, mm-hmm. And people were like, no, you're just lying. It's a deep fake. You paid off um, all these professors. So he was, yeah. And it was also combined, too, because he's Canadian Korean. Yeah. And so... They were upset that he wasn't serving in the military and they right. said he was lying that he wasn't Korean because, you know, you can disclaim your Korean citizenship at 18. Right. Um, and then so he was suicidal and his, it yeah. caused a lot of problems with his family. It, it caused a lot of turmoil with his family. And yeah. like his I think from what I recall, his family couldn't um, like people were insulting them as they were walking down the street. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, I think one of his family got, he, got fired from their job or couldn't find a job oh, once they found out who he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. Out one, of this. One, one of the things that this story does really well is like giving you like the, the context of like what Korea was like at the time and what like mm. especially Korean internet culture. Like they mm. interviewed Heijin, Professor Heijin. He's been on, on the show's podcast really, a few times. Yeah. Yeah. She really put it into his perspective of like what what you know what everything was like a decade ago in korea and like why these things were as you know happening the way that they were yeah it didn't come out of nowhere yeah and especially with think looking at this perspective of like this is happening in korea i keep thinking about this this idea of like within asian culture the idea of like saving face mm-hmm. and like not wanting to 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 look like you were wrong in, in the public yeah and I feel like, I don't know, that that's just something that I keep thinking about when it comes to the perspective of, of these guys really just doing whatever they can to not be wrong. Well, no one likes to be the villain. And, mm-hmm. you know, psychologically, uh, if you allow yourself to accept a certain reality, then that also means accepting all the horrible things that you've done because you've held mm-hmm. a certain conviction. And so rather than... Mm-hmm. Uh, Except, you know, come what may, All that accountability you know, evidence that, yeah. you know, it, it, you just naturally want to follow. Like, no, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I believe in freedom, or I believe in 
um, you know, <laughs> truth. Certain things. Yeah, they were all like, uh, yeah, truth was their thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, truth I, I was trying to make out, some huh? parallel ties, but you, you get you get where I'm going with it. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Virginia, I think we you, we cut you off. You were trying to say something. Oh, uh, so he he went into seclusion, and he was not doing well for obvious reasons. And then he thought his music career had ended. Um, and then he put out two solo albums back to back, Fever's End Part One and Part Two. And they are like some of the, like, I think I burst into tears um, listening to either Part One or Part Two. And it's, it was, if you haven't listened to them, you should, they're solo albums and they're fantastic. And it's just so much pain and like, um, anger you know for obvious reasons you know um but that those two albums propelled him back into the music industry because they were very successful i I think a lot of other people have been saying this around this whole controversy but just reiterate what other people have said um this can happen to anyone (laughs) right you know um so anyway not that we're trying to be doing yeah, and gloom here all the time, but it's a really good story. No, it's so, a good yeah, story. And yeah. And hey, maybe we might be able to, you know, interview him and talk yeah, about Yeah, fingers it. crossed on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely <laughs> want to cover this more in depth and hope to get the chance to be a part of the project somehow. We're trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll hand it off to, to PDM. Bring us home. Okay, End this episode. Final, how you think. <laughs> how you doing? Okay, I'll do this really quick because this has been a long episode, but bringing it back to JYP, just debuted a new girl group and and mix, you know, that this is the, the girl group, their blind package uh, song has been, you know, received with you know it's very polarized <laughs> reaction to, to this song it's a good song um, but my how you it, it's got the yeah. wtf wonderful treasure find factor to the max definitely wtf yeah but they they went on chugan idol and they did you know uh you know a, a very a wide shot stationary camera view of the performance and i and i watched this and it was like oh okay now i get it cuz this this song is for performance. It's not necessarily mm. meant to just listen to. Okay, like this then. is, it it it's a performance song. So I don't feel so this this um this this video. Oh, did, are you showing us so the this video? Kind of like made it all made sense ah, for me. Great. Yeah, I was pretty lost in the music video. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one. All right, so this is and mixes Tugan Idol dance practice performance of oh oh or oh, dot, oh. surprised eyes face yeah i, I always see it as the <laughs> surprise face yeah right I, yeah. I don't see it as anything else right okay audio listeners in Let three go. two one i love those and horns. the symmetry Whoa. in the back yeah Look it's so cool formations transformer formations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially like after like watching so much like Street Fighter so Woman and like, like the girl version, like you know, this is just—it's a dance performance song. Yeah. And for a debut, it's giving you all these different colors of what these <laughs> girls can do. Yeah, I feel like they're like they're taking turns who's driving the the spaceship or whatever. Yeah, it is. this is like my favorite part of the yeah. song. 
Oh, I love that. The way they hunch the start over. Of the verses. Mm-hmm. Ooh, legs in the air. Right, the kicks. And then the hand tuts. Yeah. So clean. Like, honestly, yeah, God, this is like some of the most innovative choreography we've seen in K-pop in a long time. Yes, especially for a right. girl group. Yeah, through that. Ooh. Oh, dude. Yeah, the hunched over. Is she wearing chaps? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. And actually, when you look at the story from the sake of, like, storytelling from the perspective of, of choreography the medley of, mm-hmm. of like sounds makes a lot more sense yeah oh that I'm used to that right no problem yeah so many dance groups it, that's that's the standard form to do a medley right. of songs to show yeah. your different styles right a lot of people thought that this was a little bit too too much of a contrast uh yes and they should have just included. gone with like one or the other yeah I agree right or release two songs <laughs> right Leg wiggle, one of my favorite moves in choreo. I just want that shrug. I mean, the, the really incredible thing is like nothing's repeated. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just very intricate, very long, very dynamic, very different. Wow. Different Look at styles. Wait, we should sing Bailar Bailar. Dance, dance. <laughs> Oh, like how dance? Na, how na, how na, how na. how nice, yeah. Horse string. And these, are, these are rookies. You're like a week old. Oh. <laughs> nice move, Everglow. Uh, bon bon <laughs> yeah, mm. I see it. A little bit of Everglow style. Mm-hmm. Were they doing the deer hands? Yeah, I, yeah, Maybe. deer hands. It's hard to see thing. their hands, but yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what? What they should have done. Like the the problem is that we're all caught up in the traditional K-pop paradigm for for a debut mm-hmm, music video, yeah. nonetheless, where you're supposed to get like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to see more of the faces, more of the distinctive personalities and characters yeah. and whatnot for a debut music video. That's the traditional way of doing things. What they should have done uh-huh. is they should have like teased us through like a series of trailers to yes. transition us from that old school paradigm into thinking more about um no, I'm going to digest this differently as like a dance team. Mm-hmm. Performance. Yeah, yes. performance. Yeah, debut as a dance and team. And that would have just changed the the game, mm-hmm. you know. I think people would have been more receptive to it, but you know, in yeah. true WTF SM fashion, I'm holding out hope <laughs> that like two weeks from now, uh, people are just going to come around, <laughs> and, and they're gonna Wait, and they're gonna they... like it. This is an SM group? No, no, it's a JYP. No, group. it's a JYP. But but this SM the, oh, okay. pioneered the WTF complete genre song oh. change in the yeah, middle yeah, of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With like, no, yeah. that's why I was SNSD, like, the boys and ESPA next level. And <laughs> yeah, no, because I think SM does a really good job of having all their rookies, right, on shows. So um, mm. people already know what to expect, right? So yeah, I was going to yeah, say, oh, maybe there were a smaller and group, especially with this company. one, because it was a 
a blind package. People had literally no idea what to expect oh, right. <laughs> with this album. Yeah, this is the group mm. that um, you had to invest in first before doing anything about them, right? Mm-hmm. See, that, that shot them That's in, like in the That's like an foot. American group then, right? <laughs> yeah, but like... You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no you're right. But like, like that was so, so counter to a strategic move for debuting this yeah. group. Like, sure, that would have yeah, worked yeah. for she, other groups. Like, like if it was Itzy or Twice or something. No, Twice had the reality oh, show, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Miss A. Miss A. That would have worked Miss for a. a group like that. But not not this. Yeah, that was a miss. That's it. Not this. Do better, JYP. <laughs> mm-hmm. But JYP doesn't manage their groups well, right? So... <sighs> I don't know. Like I, right? I, I'm trying really hard just to avoid the cliche like company. You need to do your idols better. I think it's like that's a really easy thing for us right. to say as fans. Mm. Um, yeah. But how does that group? How does NMix have any control over that though? No, they don't. They yeah. don't have control. Right. Of but, anything. Like, the only people in control is the group. I mean, is the company right? The company, the, right. the, the I'm sure huge management staff, and like yeah. There's a think tank that came up with this group. But if it's if it's supposed to show off their performance, then why are they singing? Like, how is that any different than like a singing group? I mean, no, no, let me rephrase. Mm-hmm. If the goal is to show off their performance um, and not like it could have just been a dance team then, you know what I mean? Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why is it a group? If that makes sense. Or like, to, why is this their original song and not just yeah, like them yeah. dancing or, to a song uh, to sell the song? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, like Girls on Top player. had a dance music video, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. I even used music video loosely. Yeah, like a, that wasn't even a music video. Mm-hmm. It was, that well, was that a performance. Was, that video. was the performance for the the SF Town. Hmm. Like that was their debut performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. The like SF Town concert. No, but didn't mm-hmm. they do a separate performance video? No. No, it's yet. the same one. Okay. I think they did like a dance practice, but it's, it's different. I think maybe mm-hmm. in another world, like, it, again, it's very easy for us, like, you know, armchair professionals. <laughs> what do you mean? I totally have the experience necessary. Just <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> yes. well I'll, hire me. I'll root for you, uh, Virginia, if you start, <laughs> if you work inside on industry, but... Uh, like in another world, like maybe I, with the hindsight that we now have, um, mm-hmm. it might have mm-hmm. been good for them to, uh, release this as like the low production introduction to the team and say like, mm. here's our new group, release mm. this and then put all the money the music video JYP girl group production glitz and glam into a, a different music video that would have been mm. like all the twice coins yeah mm. or I don't know just something different the spotlight maybe more the members but like this using this yeah. like as like the the curtain raiser yeah yeah the conversation starter about their talent are yeah. they all like teenagers probably I guess Oh, okay, or I don't know. They should have pulled like a Lee Suman. They're doing and be single like, digits now, eight years old, nine years old. 
my god. <laughs> I, hey, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they did. <laughs> right. But like, uh, like if they want to do a Elisa Man move, they should have said something that was like completely beyond their ability and say that that's what they're doing. Like, oh, we're going to start doing <laughs> AI now. Or instead of that, maybe it's like, oh, we're, we're going to start doing um, dance team first. You know, like something very opinionated mm. to get people talking. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. vision. Yes, then, yes. Have an then, explanation then, for what we're seeing. <laughs> have an explanation. <laughs> hey, that would be a good start too. Yeah, but, <laughs> like just, just just be like be more of a visionary, like a corporate, you know, executive thought yes, leadership yes. visionary. You're so right. And then and then if they up. need to backtrack and and go to the original model, they can. But like starting with something, mm-hmm. like, no one will out remember there, what especially they say. for a debut. Yeah, it's fine because at least you get people talking. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, we need to end this we, episode. I, we're, we're like way over. The youngest time. member is born in two thousand six. Oh, two thousand six. Oh there you go. Oh. Okay. Can, oh. can we can we wrap, guys? Can we can we wrap? I, yeah, I'm of like, course. I need to get going right. here. Way Peter, too long. Go for it. New new format. We're trying it. Okay. Out. Yeah. This is a new format. Let us know what you think, y'all. Um, don't forget, you can send in your voice memos for if you want to put in your hit replay, you can just email us kpopcastshow at gmail.com or join us on our Slack. Again, links to that in the description as well as our newsletter, as well as the link to all the videos that we reacted to, as well as other things that we want to promote, um, as well as socials. Um, and you can tweet all of us at the Kpopcast. Okay, done? Good? Yeah. Okay, all right. Bye, everyone. Ooh. World, re- world, <laughs> rec- bye, guys. Bye, yeah. guys.